Hi, I'm Jane Rose, and this is Inspiration is Everywhere. In our first chapter with Patsy Moore, we got a little taste of her background and wild experiences. In this next segment, we are going to dig into how dreams have entwined themselves with her artistic work, as well as life lessons passed on to her from none other than Joni Mitchell, and end with a decon takeaway of inspiration in two minutes or less. Um, as, uh, as artists, Patsy, the, the line between life and work can often be a pretty blurry one, especially when we're, you know, busy doing our dreaming all day. Mm -hmm. What roles do dreams play in your life and work? Oh gosh. Um, well, first I always feel like artistry was always just about who I am, um, above and beyond what I do. And by that, I mean, I think that there is, there's a certain lens through which artists see things, view things, and a language that is ours and a sort of heartbeat that is ours that transcends, you know, geography or ethnicity or personal background. It's just a, almost... Um, I you know I tell I'd say this often when I went to college I went to study broadcast journalism and I was specifically interested in being a war correspondent and clearly my life did not take that path and yet I realized that what I do as an artist is so much that it is the absorbing of what's happening around me and then the reporting of it in a very specific language and I, I'm humbled all the time by this ability, this gift, this opportunity that artists have, that we have to help the world articulate its deepest feelings and uh, thoughts and processes. You know, I, there was a point in the history of humankind when it, it wasn't considered laughable that you were a philosopher. Um, and, you know, particularly as we got past the Industrial Revolution, we moved often away from the life of the mind and introspection and that sort of thing. And I feel like artists, um, although they were always doing this, really moved into that space in our societies where we create things that help people look more deeply into the human experience, the human experiment and say, all um, oh, right, we're always sort of rising to this opportunity to first self-express, which is a basic human need. And then secondly, hear a voice coming back at us saying, oh yeah, me too. And so I think artists provide me too moments for the world. Um, and so that has informed so much of all the moving parts of my life. Uh, my entire life, I've been a really vivid, lucid dreamer. And um, I tend to, it's rare that I don't remember my dreams in detail when I wake. As I've gotten older, the, the ways in which I dream have moved into so many different areas. There's, there's the dreaming when I sleep and then there's sort of the waking dreams that are almost like visions, moments of inspiration um, and insight. And then there's this space sort of in the middle of the two that I find myself occupying increasingly where dreams are not just sort of the, um, the spillage of my subconscious mind uh, and me, my brain just trying to process and work through problems, but they're also instructive. There's guidance that I'm receiving in them. And more and more, 
including the last album that I released, uh, those dreams are creating a language for me to include in my art. The last album that I did is almost entirely made up of actual dreams that I had that I then found a way to express lyrically, musically. That's so cool. And uh, we'd love to include a link in the show notes to that so people can check it out. Yeah, for sure. When you were talking, I was reminded of um, just this really beautiful sensitivity that I've gotten to experience when when I've actually been been with you. And for for anyone listening, I, I I hope someday you you might get to actually meet Patsy in in person and and maybe experience a little bit of this. But what it made me think of when you were talking is that that little tidbit that that Tavy threw into his intro of you being a licensed spiritual counselor. And yes. I'm curious about that sort of in connection with your with your artistry and if there was any element that you ever found then in your dreams as a result of that. Well, you know, it's interesting. I had a, I was working with a client just last evening and uh, the topic came up about the, the intersections of all the parts of our lives. I was relaying a story about the, several years ago was the first time that I had met uh, Joni Mitchell and we were just talking about different things and she shared this amazing story with me about when she was uh, young you know probably still in her teens late teens um, she was sitting in a park and with a sketch pad and she was drawing whatever she saw around her and she turned and noticed that a gentleman who was uh, an accomplished renowned local artist was sitting several feet away from her. She got really nervous, jittery. It was like, oh my gosh. And then at one point she noticed that he was, he had noticed her and she, you know, she was feeling really overwhelmed by the whole experience. Next thing she knew he was sitting right next to her and he asked her, what are you doing? What are you drawing? And she pointed across the park and said, I'm drawing, you know, whatever it was, that tree or, and um, he said, oh, that's really cool. And uh, he said, do you want to try something, a little experiment? She said, sure. And he said, go to a clean sheet. And so she moved to a clean sheet. He goes, do you see the man sitting underneath the tree? And she said, yes. And she looked at him and he says, do you think you could draw him? And she said, yeah. And he goes, do you think you could draw him with your eyes closed? And she was like, no. And he goes, I think you could, let's try it. So really look at him, really look at him and get it seared into your brain how he looks and then close your eyes and draw him. Well, now she's like, there's all this performance anxiety, right? Cause this guy's this great artist. She doesn't want to screw it up. So she watches this man for a really long time. Finally, she closes her eyes and she begins to sketch. And obviously because she can't see what she's doing uh, and she can't see the man that well, he's at a distance. This turns out to just be the, the basic outline of him. She can't fill in any details when she gets as far as she can and she says she's all flushed and embarrassed and he says okay open your eyes and she opens and she looks down and she expects to see like this amorphous blob and she does see something that's not really distinct but it's cool like it's kind of cool it's like cool line art mm -hmm. and he says I think it's incredible because doing that gives you the opportunity to not be so consumed with the minutiae and your details and to get the basic heart of a thing, the essence of a thing. And I think you've captured the essence. And so I said to her, wow, that's a great story. That was a great lesson. She goes, that actually wasn't the lesson. 
the lesson came weeks later when I realized that all the other parts of my life had shifted. The way I engaged in them had shifted to this place of minimalism, that my lyrics weren't as wordy and you know, the way I did X, Y, and Z had changed. I was kind of drawn to the bare minimalism of it, of it. And in that moment, I realized that the big lesson was that every part of us is always affecting every other part of us. Every part of our lives is always informing all the other parts of our lives. And so I have a client who has uh, a counseling client who never knew she had any artistic ability whatsoever. Uh, never tried it and uh, signed up her kids because everybody was on lockdown for art classes and none of the kids wanted to take them. Mm. And she said, well, you know, I paid for this, I'll take it. And she's developed this passion for art, but she's also discovered this hidden talent that she had and she's getting better and better. And, but part of her draw to the, those lessons is that while she's there, the lessons that she's getting in art turn out to be life lessons. The instructor said to her at one point, you know, if you don't put anything on the page, then I can't help you. You have to start somewhere. And then if you need help, I can help you, but you've got to start. And so all of these things have been transferring into other parts of life. What I'm discovering about spiritual counseling, which is nothing I ever thought I was going to be doing ever, but has turned out to be uh, an enormous joy and it's fulfilling. And I now have a full client roster. I'm understanding that all of these parts of my life from the time I showed up on the planet that seem completely disparate have all found their way into this perfect integration in this. They've provided me with certain sensibilities and sensitivities and ways of seeing like you know, that very deep way that artists see is allowing me to understand that uh, giving, listening generously, um, being able to share gained wisdom, being able to live from a space of empathy. These have all been drawn from those various life experiences and have given me the opportunity to you know, hold hands with other people as we walk each other home, as Ram Das said. That's so beautiful. What that kind of brings to mind for me as well, or the story that you told earlier is this, this idea of perfection, right? That we think something (laughs) that's drawing and it's going to look exactly like this. And then something's taken away and you're like, oh, well, I can't do it perfect. You know, which begs the question, could we have even made it perfect, quote unquote, perfect to begin with? But then when we take that away, all of a sudden, there's a bit of permission to just create. You know, real quickly, I I will tell you that one of my personal life challenges has been perfectionism. And Jane was giving (laughs) you a welcome to the club. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's so it's really so rooted in so many things that are untrue, including the idea that we're not already perfect as it is the arbitrary way that we decide that something is perfection versus something it's not. And there are all these exercises that I'm, I've been doing of late to help uh, really make that a thing of the past. But, you know, it's also interesting if you do this type of counseling work, it's very true the way the universe works that the people who are meant to be in your circle will find you and you'll find them. So I'm honestly 
to this day, I've been doing this for three plus years. I've never had a, a client who isn't going through something that I've already gone through. And so I'm able to not just speak to them from a theoretical space, but say, this is my lived experience. And I know that this can be helpful if you're willing to do it. Um, and the one thing that has grown is not just my compassion for others, but my compassion for myself, because I have an opportunity to see them through this mirror and say, oh, geez, you know, I'm so able to extend grace to others when they are in distress. I was never very good at doing that for myself. And so one of the gifts that's come from this is learning how to engage in radical self-forgiveness and self-love and mm. compassion. Mm. Which actually sounds like the, in, in my mind, when I think of perfection, there's almost an idea of mechanicalism. Like it mm -hmm. takes away the organic nature of almost being human, right? Yes. Like we all have one arm that's longer than another, one leg, blah, blah, blah. Like we're not, we're not, <laughs> for lack of a better word, we're not perfect. Right. There's so many air quotes happening over here for those. I can't say it. does work really well on a podcast. Right. It works perfectly on a podcast. Yeah. Um, but then in, in the mechanicalness of it, right, you can get a perfectly straight line or perfectly horizontal or vertical, blah, 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 blah. But we lose the organicness. So it's almost like perfect for human is different than perfect for machines and we are humans so let's let's go towards that scale i think that the goal right is complete integration full integration so the person who is allowing themselves to be fully themselves is going to lead a happier more fulfilled life and i think most of us um, particularly in Western civilization, we're actually not encouraged to do that. We've sort of siloed off compartmentalized parts of ourselves. And, um, and then there's all this self-criticism that happens if we start to slip out of those boxes. But if we're also incorporating, if it's not just like, you know, the, the, the mechanicalism of our minds or the, the satisfaction uh, that we can access through our bodies. If we're actually incorporating everything, including spirit and soul, the idea of perfection really does change. I mean, I, when I, li I lived in Nashville for many years doing music and there were brilliant musicians there uh, who had many who had come down and from having gone to Berkeley School of Music. And this is nothing against Berkeley. I, I have friends who teach there now. It's a wonderful school, but they they came down and we would do stuff together and they were so exact so precise um there was nothing you could play for them that they couldn't instantly play back exactly the same way and they were so precise but the playing didn't move me they they were really good song craftspeople. they learned they'd taken the classes this is how to write a great song so all the directions had been followed to a T and there was, you know, many of them had those songs recorded, but they weren't terribly memorable, unique. I don't, they didn't move you. The artists who consistently blew me away were the ones who weren't trained. I, I'm, I'm not a trained musician either. And I was so self-conscious about it when I first got there, but what I was getting was their soul. It was them. I was getting them. I wasn't getting the training. I wasn't getting the little black dots on the 
page. I was getting them and um, the pursuit of perfectionism robs us of that opportunity to be truly seen and experienced and to truly see and experience others. Wow. Yeah. Decon takeaway time. There were so many gems in this chapter, but our decon takeaway has to be less than two minutes. So here it goes. I love how Patsy speaks of the bravery of artists, comparing us to war correspondents. How, as artists, we are with her, out on the front lines and deep in the trenches. We are out there living and experiencing and reporting back. And it's in these reports where we artists express our truth and how the deepness of this truth is reflected in the bravery of the artists. And the truer we are, the more we give to others to connect. It all seems to come back to this kernel of truth. Her recount of Joni Mitchell's story landed with boiling things down to their essence. As people, we often get caught up in the minutia of things, but if we can cut through to the essence or the truth, we will find that our truth will ring true for so many others. We are meant to connect with others, and those we are meant to connect with, to find, they will find us in one way or another. I love that. And that's it for this little chapter. In the next chapter of Patsy Moore's story, she takes us on a lovely tangent, which then seamlessly weaves its way back to dreams and shares a story of how she helped her friend, Eduardo Del Barrio, fulfill his dreams of creating a jazz mass that played at the Disney Concert Hall. To get more involved with Deconstruction Arts, visit our website, www.deconstructionarts.org, to get info on upcoming events. Through our website, you can become a Decon member and join us every week for an amazing meditation and movement class. All are welcome to participate in this one-hour Zoom-based sound bath and invigorating movement practice. Also, if you were moved or found value in today's podcast, please visit our website to make a tax-deductible donation to support the continuation of this always-ad-free podcast and other projects. And of course, remember that inspiration truly is everywhere. Seize a moment at some point today when you can step into the calm of your mind, take a deep conscious breath, look around, and be inspired.